there and welcome to Geeks with Kids, the internet's number one geeky podcast from a parenting point of view. I'm your host, Eric, and joining me on my fire team, as always, is Hawk. How's it going, Hawk? Not too bad. How's your new normal working out for you? Oh, you know, we're living the life of Tom Clancy's The Division. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weird. Oh, no. Today, we have an episode of Geeks with Gaming, where we take a look at what we're playing and give our honest take on it. Originally released on February 7th, 2019, Ubisoft's Tom Clancy venture with Massive Entertainment, The Division 2, was a sequel that we at Geeks with Kids very much enjoyed. The sequel's story moved to Washington, D.C., set the action to the summertime, fixed many gameplay issues from the first game, and gave players new content in the form of episodic chapters periodically over the course of a year. The Warlords of New York is a massive DLC update released on March 3rd, 2020, and it aimed to rejuvenate the player base. Gamers return to the setting of the first game, New York City, in an attempt to eliminate a group of rogue division agents headed by Aaron Keener. For the sake of this review, we played it on PS4, but it's also available on Xbox One and PC. So, let's jump into the game. So this game returns to New York City, the setting of the first game, and it's a new section of the city. We're not in the original like Broadway area. We're in lower Manhattan now, the business section. Yeah. And we saw the same level, amazing level of detail that we've come to expect from Ubisoft and Massive after the previous maps of Washington and New York City. What did you think of returning to New York City? It was great. Uh, it's, you know, the graphics on it were amazing, the, the scale of devastation and that, but also the community elements that yeah, were introduced in Division 2 had been you know, taken over into New York now. Mm-hmm. So with settlements and you had, had control points that you had to acquire, uh, you know, which was fun. Uh, it was great being back in New York. The one thing I loved about New York versus Washington, Washington was very wide open you could do a lot in the area, but in New York, everything's a little more claustrophobic because uh-huh. the streets are narrower and the buildings are higher. So there's a lot of verticality in the levels and the missions, which you didn't really get in Washington, which I thought was really, really cool. Another yeah. great thing about returning to New York City was the returning enemies. So we saw the Rikers and the Cleaners come back again. Uh-huh. What do you think of that? <laughs> it was great having them back. Um, I love the AI in this game. Uh, encountering any group on the street in that uh, involves a lot of layers of combat. Uh, they have their their shielded runners who are coming at you. They 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 brought back the bow the new bow guys, uh, mm-hmm. and you know with the Cleaners and that and those fight and that fire. Ugh. Something I missed playing Division Two was uh, shooting the cleaners' tanks on the back of their, on their backs, yeah. so that they set themselves on fire. <laughs> so Having that fun. back was so good and so much fun, and it brought that a little bit of familiarity that you get from playing the first game for such a long. We played it for such a long time, and to we get really that back did. in the in the Division Two was was a great feeling. Um, yeah. With the returning enemies, we also saw some returning familiar faces in the form of Ray Benitez, Paul Rhodes, and Fei Lau. What did you think of their story? We're not, we won't go into spoilers, but they do return in the division too. Yeah. Uh, I did like, I like Paul Rhodes in that cause he's an interesting character in that. He's not quite military. He's not division or anything like that. He's more like a civilian who's trying to initiate this disaster relief, mm-hmm. uh, keep a community together and that. And he's ha- got a very uneasy partnership with the division. Yeah. Yeah. He very much does not like them. And you saw that in the first game, but it's pushed way further in the second game, especially since they've moved south from their original location. Uh, Roy mm-hmm. Benitez wasn't really in this Division 2. I don't really remember him in Division 1. He was there, no. but whatever. 
Same with Fei Lao. She was not much in this one, but she was very important in the first division game. Yeah, she very yeah. I won't. I say I won't say too much more about her in this game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the the main focus of this DLC, at least the main campaign, was uh, finding four rogue agent bosses, which were the underlings of um, Aaron Keener, who was the big, the main big rogue division agent from the first game. He sort of has the most interesting story out of anything in the division. So what did you think of these four bosses? There was Vivian Conley, a chemical engineer aligned with the cleaners, Theo Parnell, a former drone engineer and hacker, Javier Kajika, a former black ops looking for revenge, and James Dragoff, a heavy weapons master leading the Rikers faction. What did you think of their, each of the bosses and their, the, the fights that were associated with them? This was a great campaign to play in that it did have, it had like, you know, a kind of a set time limit in that, you know, as far as like how many hours you'd have to log in to complete it. And that's, it, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you, you gauged it around six. Mine was probably a little closer to 12 hours, but I'm a slow player. Well, that's uh, if you was, just go straight into the fights, not doing any of the side missions, right? Sure. Which I really tried to do in that, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, sometimes you just get caught in a dog fight. Uh, I love the, I love this campaign. It was great. Um, each, you know, each boss was unique. Um, as we saw at the end with, well, after you defeat them with their signature weapons, uh, finding them was, was a, a great little, uh, game element in that. Cause you mm-hmm. were basically given general areas to investigate, uh, some enemies to conquer and then new clues to find as to the next location in each one's mission. It was nice. It was a nice progression to the story as well, because you found out a little bit more of each of the agents. And as you go forward, you find out a little bit more of why they're part of it. You get those echoes that tell more of the story of why, uh, you know, Aaron Keener or why they joined Keener and what their plan was. It was was really interesting. It was sort of like a little bit of Batman detective type work for the division agents. Sure. I, I really enjoyed that each boss fight felt totally unique. They used different mechanics for each of them. Oh, I know. And then after you defeated them, you got to steal their tech, which was unique to each of them, and then use it in your own loadout if you chose to, right? Yeah. I'm still trying to remember who was, uh, Parnell was the drone expert in that. He was Uh, the one, he was my favorite fight because he was the one who kept on cloning himself with different like fake versions of him around the thing. So you had to figure out which of the different Parnells was the right one. I know that was uh, that was definitely my favorite mission too. Uh, it basically because I always go with the sniper class mm-hmm. uh, in my specialization. So that boss fight was great. It it, it gave, gave me a little kind of a hint back to uh, the end in Metal Gear Solid Three. Oh yeah, I could see that. Um, yeah. So once you defeat all four of these bosses, you go up against the main baddie, Aaron Keener himself. This mission was really long, really hard, but really uh-huh. fun and. Probably one of the most unique boss fights that oh my you, the division has ever seen. What do you think of yeah. this? Uh, it was great. It was frustrating. Uh, it took me. Uh, I tried it with uh, a two-player combo because uh, when I tried matchmaking, all I could find was one other person in that. Uh, it was so hard with one. Uh, impossible. Impossible to do it solo, in, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, finally found a group after several other tries and that and it was one of the funnest boss fights and that i actually got i our team almost got wiped out actually at one point and that, thank god one guy he he struggled on bravely and that managed to revive us all <laughs> yeah that it, it's such a good fight and with um i don't want to ruin it but there's so many unique mechanics but there's also 
a hint of each of the four previous rogue agents that were a part of his fight. It's so, <gasps> so smartly done. Um, yeah. I, I thought it was great. Kudos to Ubisoft and Massive for that fight. Sure. All him turning all, all your division tech against you and that bombarding you with his own. Ugh. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. It, it was, it was unique. It was great. I loved it. Um, I, yeah. I played it a couple of times just cause you know, the loot. Um, yeah. but there's also, like you were saying there, there is some issues with it. Like you tried to do a two man. And I think this is the main issue I had with this DLC is for some odd reason, the bullet sponge issue is back where basically the time to kill takes forever and then your health can just go away in an instant yeah i know uh if if i you know for me the toughest would probably the armored guys and that you know because i'm used to a certain amount of like a stagger uh uh, when you're fighting difficult opponents uh and it didn't seem to come what was weird is that the division two the base game seemed to have gotten rid of this like you could take away armor bits and then still hurt them but this one, I was fighting yellow bars that had no armor, and I was just yeah. like trying to kill them, and it just would not happen. And it ruined the fun I was having at the time, but you know, not totally because the still the level design and the the makeup of everything was a lot of fun, especially since I match made most of my games. Good call. Yeah. Uh, I was I was so surprised because I you know at one point I think you really had to kind of drag me back to play the, the this new campaign and that but once I got into it it was just like it was so familiar being back in that world and like I had a lot of fun even just exploring yeah the gameplay mechanics are still quite good um the cover yes. based shooting is top notch and I don't think you could find another game out there that does it as well as the division no so with the division the main thing for us players. Is the loot. You have to agree, right? Oh, yeah. So, so this DLC gave us more exotics, more chances to get gear. And then I guess the recalibration station was still where it's at as you're leveling up. Um, how, what did you think of the loot in this version of the DLC? Uh, I I was really enjoying getting the gold and that. Uh, and then I realized, like, you know, where are my turquoise and that? But that's after you beat the whole thing and that. Uh, but I did enjoy the exotics and that. Uh, in particular, I didn't get too many in my playthrough and that because I really only just beat it uh, over the past weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. But I got to give a shout out to the darkness and that, that one assault rifle and that, that with the, <laughs> the infl- inflammatory bullets ones. It, it, it's great. Each of the exotics have so many unique perks and it's so much fun trying to find it. And I, I, I always enjoyed getting the exotics in the first part of the like division two sure. base game. So having more division two exotics is always key. Plus they are, there, there were also those loot drops that were happening, like the supply drops all the time around the map. And there were like random yellow bar enemies. And then the most fun I had was exiting a um, safe house and then mm-hmm. finding this looter, this yellow bar looter, just running around. <laughs> and you can just keep on shooting him. He'll keep on dropping loot. And it was so funny. And I, I loved it. I don't know if you got to experience that. No, but uh, after my playthrough and that, I know I'm going to be going back and that, um, you know, to find most of the stuff. They have this interesting, uh, uh, like, exotic chases and that, where you're going to be, you know, rebattling certain bosses and that to find certain parts of each gun and that, which uh, I thought was a, a fun way of trying to get a, get a hold of exotics. Yeah, that's why I did the, the end battle a couple of times. Right. And then figured out the, you know, there are a number of bugs. But let's not let's not kid ourselves. This is a game that has bugs. But yeah, you know, it also has the support of, of its company behind it, which I, you know, a big yeah. shout out to Ubisoft. 
constant, constant support from Ubisoft and Massive. And the community is there, you know, letting them know that yes. if there's an issue, there's an issue. Yes. <laughs> with the Vocally. <laughs> very vocal. With the return <laughs> of New York, we also saw the return of the Dark Zone, some new Dark Zone areas. I know you didn't get to play too much of it, but I, I did because I, I do enjoy the Dark Zone. Although you love the Dark so, Zone. Going in there solo is not the best. Um, no. I, for some odd reason, I thought that the new Dark Zones were a little bit smaller than the base game, but maybe that's because I thought the base game's Dark Zones were ginormous. Yeah, they so were easy just seemed, to get lost in that yeah. place. And now they changed the mechanics, so now there's no more non-contaminated gear. Everything that you do pick up has to get airlifted away, which is both good and bad because now you get a lot more rogue agents. And as a solo player, not the greatest. You're toast. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. You have to just sneak around and hope to God that no one sees you. Another thing that uh, the Division 2, the Warlords of New York has introduced is the season, the Battle Pass. So after purchasing Warlords, uh, you get the year one Battle Pass with it. And that includes uh, new content and rewards over the course of a couple months. It introduces some new rogue agent targets, uh, a couple mm-hmm. of global events, four leagues, and new rewards like skill variants, new gear sets, and a new exotic. I believe one of the rogue agents is out now. Uh, the next one doesn't come for another couple of weeks, I believe. Have you been able to yeah, try at any least, of this? Yeah, at least another, seven more. Yeah. Another seven weeks for this current one, and that, and then they've they've kind of re they've introduced that dynamic that you know from the campaign, you know, chase down four minor bosses to get to the big guy and you know it, i think it's fantastic uh you know especially with an art you know looking at like an exotic armor set out of the uh, out of doing it yeah so overall personally i feel like the warlords of new york campaign is a great and memorable addition to the division 2 storyline the story has some of the best missions to date in the division and features a great twist at the end that we won't spoil here but for players nope. of the first game damn <laughs> yeah, everything changes. Yeah, the gameplay will last you around six hours. That's without doing any of the, the side missions. But there is a lot of side missions. So you can literally play for many, many hours. Mm-hmm. Plus, there's a number of enhancements to the gameplay mechanics that unlock after you beat Keener. Yeah, that and the content, you know, the constant quest for more loot should keep players enticed for many, many, many hours. Many, 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 especially with this new attribute system and the, the mm-hmm. leveling up, you know, it's like it's like sub levels and sub levels of attributes that you can level up now. It's the kind of tweaking that you want as a player to make things feel right for you. And that's sure. something you, you'd you want in this type of game. Any FPS, actually, like any type of FPS where you can uh, configure it the way you want to play. That's just that's great for players. It's a fantastic RPG element to add to it and that, you know, because it keeps you coming back because, you know, you have more, you know, past level 40, past light levels and that you still have more to do with this character. Mm-hmm. So do you think this this new DLC will keep you enticed to keep playing over the next month or so? Personally, I don't know. Maybe the bullet sponge will probably go away. They did that with the Division One over the course of, what, two years of them fixing it? Mm-hmm. So it'll probably come back to the Division Two. you know, just go back to what the base game was. But, you know, I don't know if I'm, I would probably go back. I do like New York, so I, I feel like I would go just to go and visit uh, me and my wife. Uh, stayed in the business section last year and the level of detail like i was walking the paths that we would walk 
there. I and know. It, this- it's, it's incredible. And it's sort of weird and surreal at the same time. I know. It makes me so sad I haven't been to New York yet. Because it was like, ooh, I've been here. And it's you like, have to go. <laughs> it's so much fun. We'll have Maybe we'll have a Geeks with Kids, uh, No Wives uh, Partners thing. And we'll just go ourselves. <laughs> we can always go for New York Comic Con if ever they reopen the Comic Cons again. Uh, <sighs> oh, a new hope. Yeah, they will. A new hope. Come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if you had to give it a star rating, like out of five, what would you give this? I would probably go... Between three and a half and four. You know what? Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Three and a half or four. Probably yeah. more of a three and a half than a four. Yeah. But in- and as to my as to my interest in that, you know, right now, I think I, I probably, if I'm looking for RPG shooter, uh, you know, looter shooter to play right now, I, I go for this over the current expansion in Destiny. Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. But let's throw this out to the listeners. Have you been able to play the Warlords of New York? Let us know in email. Contact us on social media. We are everywhere. Thank you, Hawk, for coming on and doing this review. I look forward to gaming with you more. Yeah, thank you for having me. And for Geeks with Kids, I'm Eric. And I'm Michael. Have a good one. Goodbye. Bye. Well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn. Check out our pics on Instagram at geekswithkids. And you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like what you hear, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.